Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, um, let's talk about, let's talk about, do, what are we going to talk about? Doom? doom? Yes, Doom. Sorry. <laughs> you you want to remember all the I'm, go, I'm going through my list here. We're, it's It's late. Day one, 2016. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly doing our post E3 coverage. Hey, guys. Well, it's not post E3. It's post each day of E3. Isn't yeah. it? Evening recording, Evening ladies recording. and gentlemen. <laughs> Yannick, why don't you tell us why you sound like you sound? Why don't we start Because there? it's the evening. Don't stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... Yeah, I... I, I was asking you before we recorded that I wanted to first apologize to our listeners when my stuffy nose. Oh. I have a little congested nasal uh And what could have broken down tunnels. your uh, your your whole system there? Could it be soccer? I don't know if it's soccer or if it's football. Well, <laughs> so football has been a has been a thing and I'm actually taking a plane tomorrow to be Three weeks in France for a road trip, traveling around a few cities, watching a few games for the European Cup. That's very exciting. We won't necessarily have you uh, tomorrow, but uh, we'll have you back on Wednesday and you can talk to us about Microsoft and Sony. Not that some of that stuff hasn't leaked already, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I will try to, I will try to couple, uh, I will try to, to blend and mix my three passions, right? The south of France, video games, and soccer. Ooh. And we'll see, how, we'll see how my days will get filled up, but I'll for sure stay tuned. Thanks to the internet. <laughs> we're we're going to, by the way, stay, uh, we're, today we're covering to the, uh, um, the EA and Bethesda press conferences. And let me tell you, we'll be talking about soccer, all right? <laughs> I know, I know. The transition is made. Oh, I, my goodness. Yeah, I can't wait. That's probably the only one I'm... I'm, I'm I didn't, honestly, I didn't watch the EA conference, so you guys are going to have to debrief me. I watched the highlights, of course. Sure. Um, but... Well, Sandy, we watched the EA press conference. Let's go down <laughs> we, the list. We did. Let's want to get started? All right. We watched it and I fell asleep. Yeah. It started oh, no. with like this weird Australian man. Not that he was weird, but he was like wearing this. I don't know. It's some combination of haircut and blazer that I thought was very unusual. And he said, "All right, we're doing this multi location. You're gonna really love this year's E3. Everyone excited." <laughs> and uh, everyone went, "Yeah, I guess." Like what? I Wait, guess. What? Um, to start it. And then Peter Moore was live in London doing a simulcast, I guess. It kind of, they kept throwing back and forth to each other, which I imagine left both audiences pretty bored for long stretches of time. But it makes sense because in London, they were talking about sports and football and all yeah. that stuff. And the Americans were like, soccer. Yeah. What? what is a soccer game? So EA opens the press conference with Titanfall 2. And Titanfall 2 looks like, uh, which, great, I like Titanfall 1 quite a bit. I played it um, for Xbox One. I think it was one of the launch titles, or it came out soon after. And um, it looks like they've added in cool stuff like this grappling hook. They finally added a single-player aspect to the game, which is kind of a boy and his robot is sort of the, the storyline of the whole thing. and Very uh, big Hero 6. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, th- it seems like this time around they're trying to imbue the robots with uh, the sense of personality. I don't know. I was, I was kind of touched by it. I was like, aw, your original guy died. Now you've got this new person. <laughs> yeah. And you feel some sort of guilt, so you're trying to keep this one alive. Pilot 001 is down. <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, did you see the trailer, Yannick? Did you at least get to see them? 
I saw I saw the trailer, but you know, like so Titanfall, I didn't get to pick it up when it came out, the first one. But I just heard like it was just lacking some key stuff, but it had really great, great um potential. Yeah, I mean and, Titanfall's uh, multiplayer was like some of the most fun I've ever had in that kind of game. Right. Right. Um and I saw the trailer and you know, like the whole you know, obviously um, you, you hope they make some some bumps graphically, they you know, they make some improvements here and there. But if they can fill up the gap like you know, fill up those holes, make the potential a reality, and yeah. and then make it good. I mean, I feel like people will stick to it. And yeah, like you said, campaign. So let's see, let's see what they can come up with that. Yeah, I think. What it's is the studio that that? What are the developers? Uh, that's Respawn Entertainment. So the makers of what Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, and okay. um, no, is it or is that Visceral? Yeah, <laughs> that might be Visceral. Hold on. Uh, no, no, you're right. It's Respawn. It's Respawn. Okay, yeah, they yep. they did the original, and now Visceral's in charge of their old beat. Um, and that's coming out October 28th. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I think it looks it looked pretty good. It did look like a little bit of a graphical bump, but uh, the other news with this right is now it's going to be multi-platform. So. Um, as Sony is ahead in the console race, uh, that means a lot more people are going to get to play Titanfall, which is um, pretty exciting. That's one of the reasons why I didn't buy uh, Titanfall. Right. That's good, <laughs> I didn't have a, an Xbox reason. back in the day, so is one. You know, I have no more excuse now. I guess. Yeah, Titanfall came out at a time where um, you know Xbox had just launched and. You know, there was some, uh, it came out to mixed reviews, not because it wasn't great, but when you only have like five or six maps, um, and it was the beginning of this sort of newer generation, so people weren't used to paying $60 for really kind of multiplayer-only games, which isn't, I mean, everybody just bought Overwatch now, right? <laughs> I was <laughs> just thinking that about that. That arguably has the same or slightly less content than uh, Titanfall did at launch, depending on how you you know, decide how much content is content, like a multi-class hero shooter technically, I guess might be more content. Um, but, uh, yeah, their, their old campaign mode was kind of a shambled together thing. And it's nice to see this, um, what looks to be a storyline driven first person campaign. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get to try it. Next up though, Battlefield one. Battlefield one. I just want to drive a plane. I just want to, you know, drive <laughs> that drive stuff again. I mean, that's no, what like, yo, yeah, no, like, the, I want to drive a horse. And, uh, yeah, that's right, crazy, right, huh? Right. I don't know how they're gonna make all that work. Yeah, more Battlefield One was shown. There was gameplay footage with celebrities that wasn't weird or awkward at all. Yeah, they, they were doing something where, like, for some reason, Zac Efron and Jamie Fox. We're just Jamie like, Fox looks so confused the entire time. <laughs> Look, like just they like, didn't understand like why they were look. there. I feel like what? they were actually just like walking down the street together in L.A. and someone from EA was like, "Hey, I'll give you two thousand dollars. Just come with me." <laughs> and they're like, "What? You're gonna play a video like, game for two thousand dollars?" And you're like, "All oh, right." Snoop Dogg was there. Snoop Dogg was really into it. I didn't even see Snoop Dogg. What? Snoop Dogg was Snoop, there. Snoop Dogg the is a gamer. There. They were playing this game. It was like one team versus the other team. And they played, I, I want to say, like four matches. I was in and out. <laughs> oh, my God. In and out. I'm like, Snoop Dogg, what? Yeah. I mean, Battlefield 1 looks like a great game, but, ooh, boy, the rest of, I, I feel like a lot of, so much of this EA conference was kind of a stinker and a downer. Um, new Madden, Madden's new thing, it already had been reported on before, but, it's, uh, I'm so surprised. It's got new, yeah. It's got new announcers. Uh, those guys are doing a butt ton, if you will, of uh, voiceover <laughs> recording. So hopefully Madden this year may feel less robotic and um, more dynamic. I guess they're even going to be doing updates to the announcers weekly. So potentially you have a Madden oh, that's game cool. where... That people are saying things and commenting on real-time injuries and real-time league events as they happen, which would be really nice. Yeah, because they already have. I mean, at least I'm talking for FIFA, but I'm sure they kind of like spread it out into their whole like EA Sports collection. That for each game week they apply the um, the shape and you know the 
the, the shape of the players. Like if they had a good yeah. week, they're gonna bump up the stats a little bit for that week, and 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 they're gonna affect the stat negatively if the guy has just got injured or really had a bad game. Yeah, he is really good. So at that can be cool if they push games. that to the commentators. Um, and along with the Madden stuff, they also came out really strong talking about this EA Majors stuff. And we, we should talk about esports and more as this conference continues, because so far uh-huh. we've had two press conferences, both with mention of some sort of esports circuit or competitive tournament-based scene that... Um, is is seemingly growing in importance from year to year and then now it's it's inside of our it's inside of our press conferences right they announced like yeah. five different types of ea majors or four different types as well as challenges and um all that i stuff. thought that part was really cool it's uh it's three things it's you would no challenger <laughs> premiere and majors yeah. and it's kind of similar to what we see now in esports and challenger more casual gamers any any tier any level uh can play and be a part of it then your premier league is slightly a little bit more advanced yeah a little bit but you know still you're working with partners and your majors that's when ea is going to get involved with the tournaments as well and i was like oh that's really cool. More people getting into esports. Yay! Well, yeah. I mean, so what? So so so, they've been doing. They've been organizing all the 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 soccer. I mean, at least FIFA is big in terms of esports already. Um, they've already done that, so I'm sure like they're just pushing it to another level. Here's the thing. Another scale. I don't think that it it could just be me, but I don't necessarily think that EA's esports stuff is that good of a look for something like Madden because they came on there like these are the best football Madden players ever and then it just outrolled a bunch of like weird pudgy dudes <laughs> oh yeah no that's what it is the best you know? of sports <laughs> I used to get... that's true, and, and that's I'm, true. I'm, a, I'm a pudgy dude so I can say this but uh <laughs> myself permission but like the two guys who they rolled out as like the best madden players in the world look like i don't know if it was just how they shot the video and these are actually nice guys but they look like real douchebags in this i mean <laughs> the guys that are world champions of like counter-strike don't look like they can be on the on the battlefield either, right. right that's true <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i guess it's just like so for so long right even since Roman times, we've been conditioned that sports and athletes are physical specimens. And so <laughs> to see these people are like the greatest player in the world and out rolls this dude in like a like a stained T-shirt going, oh, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I just, and the uh, esports injury that he had because he didn't tie his shoe. Oh, uh, he didn't tie his shoe and he tripped and fell and he, he dislocated his shoulder. And I was like, how is he going to play Madden? <laughs> <laughs> a dislocated shoulder. I don't know. It was that was just really weird. So there was Madden. Was there this sports game? Because I want to wrap it up with FIFA, obviously. Because I'm I'm interested about this one a little bit. Yeah, obviously, they had FIFA. They had FIFA. <laughs> so FIFA. So FIFA sounds like they, you know it's going to be the same every year. Obviously, they're going to tweak. We all know we that have, they're going to well, probably add yes, the features well, to the FIFA to... Ultimate Team card game. This is it's no. Got this managers. is no. I think this is actually a very, very large update for FIFA because number one, they announced the journey after <laughs> after <laughs> some bit of a guy coming out and doing what I can only be called uh, <laughs> interpretive dance um, or something on stage. He's like, <laughs> I've always wondered what it would be like to hit the field and juke out David <laughs> Beckham and I would, I, and I was like, okay, fine. Uh, Okay, do you and think? Then, but what I what I do like about the journey, which is apparently FIFA's new story mode, is that it is based on a fictional character where they can do like a full kind of movie style progression of his career as opposed right. to like make your own character because those are always just like nobody, you know, nobody can really use your name in cutscenes. They're like, hey, kid, make sure you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but so what's cool about the journey is that um, the only time where I went through a story mode was with Pro Evolution Soccer in 2010 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something along that side where, well, I mean, you know, so like you play alone in a team. So I, 
that was you know it almost felt like another game like you're playing third person on a soccer field and you even with bad stats you would like kill the ai really easily yeah. and you would become the top striker really easily if you just had a little bit of a sense of how to play the game and um and your player could be really strong and i just don't i'm really curious about this one because i don't want it to be i don't know if you guys played it but you know the wwe game story mode which is the those yeah, very well, cheesy cutscenes where it, you just you know your 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 character is just cut and meets the dudes <laughs> and it's just it looks very you know fragile you know it doesn't look natural it doesn't i will use your term again ryan it, it will look robotic um so i you know i hope they they and and with the number of stats they've added uh they can really they can have a grasp on a good rpg side how do you want your player to be specced you know like obviously yeah according to the position but the position doesn't really define you as a player or you know like your shape so you can choose how to you know how you want to work out how you what you want to be good at stamina or like strength or you know if you want to be good at headers if you want to be good technically you know um so i hope they push a good rpg aspect to the dimension and i will for sure check it out um, and, and what do they say they said that uh uh, essentially, they've redone almost everything about it, including it's rebuilt in Frostbite Engine. And I want to talk about Frostbite for a second because EA said Frostbite about 50 times in this conference. <laughs> they are really all in on the technology that they've they purchased, right? They purchased uh, the Battlefield guys, got the Frostbite Engine, and now... It seems like EA's development tool of choice. It's it's in almost all their games. They announced um, a bunch of new Star Wars games, all in Frostbite. FIFA's in Frostbite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Madden's in Frostbite yet. It might be um, Battlefield, obviously in Frostbite. They mentioned Mass Effect, which we can talk about next. Uh, that is all in Frostbite. So it it really seems like they are doubling down this year in frostbite is frostbite and ea are almost synonymous at this point yeah i mean so you know it's 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 they've, they've so they've used that engine in nba 2k series right um or EA no. doesn't make the 2k no no but yeah oh no that's a, the the 2k series I like to compare about the story no it's um I'm 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 gonna be yeah I'm gonna be buying it obviously I buy all the FIFA I play it I play it like a few hours per year. This was enough to make me uh, interested in FIFA, which I guess is successful because I was it wasn't on my radar before. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a huge bet. You know, when a new engine comes out, then the game might not feel natural enough, and they came to like a at least you know even if the game feels the same, it feels the good. It feels the same year after year. It feels good year after year with a few slight changes, but a good balance between offense defense and a good you know a good and easy gameplay you know like a gameplay that you can easily play but that is difficult to master yeah. you know if you really want to push it far you really got to know about a lot you even got to know about the player's ability which they really nailed down pretty well um and uh, and i just hope that the new engine is just something that is going to make it really pretty but it's not going to change the feel of it yeah so hopefully not. they've done the whole They've pushed the whole morphing, or I don't know how you call it, you know, of the, the people, like the player's face, the iconic featured players, yeah. Eden Hazard or Anthony Martial, the Frenchman from Manchester United. So they've pushed, uh, they've pushed the morphing of, the, you know, those players had even more, so it's even more realistic, especially technically. You know, they do this motion capture technology or something like that where uh, oh. they've, you know, they, they've recorded all the dribbles and everything so yeah like also who's jose marino marino is the um, is a, the one of the most iconic coach in europe for many reasons you know he's very controversial he's portuguese uh he won a lot of trophy in his young career and then he got picked up by the big clubs um and he signed in manchester united for next year um, oh. So that's why he's the one featured in the trailer because they feature the guy playing the, the journey in the Manchester United club, and Mourinho is the new the new coach. Yeah, and he's been at Chelsea, he's been at Inter Milan, winning a lot of trophies, but very controversial. They call him the special one because <laughs> of his you know he's because of his character. He doesn't you know he speaks his own words, no filter you know, but a very good coach in terms of management of. Sounds men. like an interesting um, dude. Yeah. He's, he's, like, awkward, I love the guy. 
it, but I love the guy because he's not, you know, he's not neutral. He's people are going to hate him or love right. him, you know. Right. They made a lot of jokes, like soccer jokes, and I guess that that it played really to the awkward. audience. But I did not. They were like, oh, we've got every it's, good It's really coach, targeted Nicks, to the, you know, yeah. and then they named three people that weren't Jose uh, Marino or whatever. And then he walks out and he's like, uh, at one point, Peter Moore says to him, I'll make sure your son gets an early copy of the game. I'm like, what? What's happening? Um, it's it, more for the British audience. Yeah, right? I guess I so. Guess. It wasn't necessarily. Uh, I, I, Which is strategically weird. Like if it's for, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, the scheduling of the conference was match for a, a British evening. So, yeah. yeah. It's not the worst <laughs> thing that's ever been done at E3, but <laughs> the weird. It's definitely not the best. Yeah. And I don't know what the, uh, I don't know why this like celebrity endorsement connection stuff continues at E3. It doesn't necessarily seem like anybody really cares, even mainstream, but who knows? Um, speaking of frostbite and people who are outspoken and really great heroes. Ooh, look at that transition. Did you guys like that segue? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Mass Effect. Uh, the Yay. beloved series, at least loved by me. Um, we're sweet. We saw a lot of people talking <laughs> about Mass Effect. We didn't see a lot of the game. Uh, from what I did see, they showed a bunch of clips. Who knows what's real, what's not, what's going to finally make it in the game, what's not. But we know it's all in Frostbite. We know um, the graphics look pretty good. Uh, so I guess there were some leaks earlier uh, in the year or a month or so ago where people saw some early builds of it. And they were like, oh, this doesn't look good. But it's looking very good, uh, as Frostbite Engine does. And the storyline is you've been sleeping for a long time. Like, Earth is, like, in need of finding a new home. Maybe it's uninhabitable. They send a, a group off or you off to the Andromeda Galaxy, which is very far away. You've been sleeping for a long time. You wake up in the strange galaxies. I guess this takes place after the last Mass Effect, so... Um, not too many spoilers, but essentially there is uh, a transportation issue <laughs> that happens at the end of the third one. And um, you're in this kind of new galaxy. They said every where humans are now an alien to everyone. And um, and they showed some shooting stuff. They showed some vehicle stuff. What, what did we think of, of the Mass Effect stuff that we saw? I think it's going to do well. It's a Mass Effect game. People are waiting for it. And I think it's it would be really cool to see a galaxy that's not the Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new stuff, new galaxy. New stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. never, to be honest with you here, I've never really paid attention to the Mass Effect series at all. I never played any. I never really oh, got it. Oh, that's a shame. Like, I saw some streams when some dudes were doing some retro gaming plays, of, like a playthrough of all the all the sequels, but... I actually think that's funny because I think if you had played Mass Effect, that your your opinion um, of Destiny would be way lower. Oh no, of course. Only of because course. I think like Mass <laughs> Effect sets the bar of what a sprawling sci-fi epic RPG looks like, and yeah. what a, a really sort of diverse galaxy and diverse set of characters and and actually making it all feel really meaningful and not every quest is shoot something quest some of it's make tough decisions some of it's you know your it's rpg stuff fetch quest talking talking yeah. all that stuff but um i'm super excited for this game but going back to the frostbite thing like frostbite is it's it's interesting to me because we we've only ever seen frostbite as a first person shooter engine and maybe a little bit of third person shooter engine it's in battlefront as well and and plants versus zombies garden warfare now frostbite we're seeing applied to as a sports engine for fifa and we're seeing it now as a potentially rpg engine for ea so uh, is third frostbite person, right? like is frostbite going to be good for collecting armor and upgrading stuff and all the sort of deep RPG mechanics that a Mass Effect has. 
I guess wait and see. But it looked, <laughs> right? it looked, it looked good. It looked good on paper. It's always a matter of being like, are you guys lying to us? Is it really how it's gonna look like, right. or are you just bumping up the graphics, just like some of the games out there have been doing? I'm looking at you, the the, the division. I'm looking at oh, you. Oh, the division. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, hey, um, you do it much better with the raspy voice. Yeah, right? it does better, right? You know. I want to know about Star Wars. Sandy, tell me about Star Wars. I've heard some stuff about Star Wars out there. I think that's probably that and um, Mass Effect and Drama are the two things that I'm most excited about coming out of EA. And they showed like a little montage of everything. They're working closely with Lucasfilm on this IP. So it's very, it's a very exciting, uh, at least I hope it's, it's exactly what we want as Star Wars fans. And you see Knights of the Old Republic kind of glance up there. Visceral is working on the big game for Disney and Lucasfilm. And we got a, a little snapshot tiny, of tiny. what maybe, maybe it's Tatooine. Maybe it's Jakku. We don't know. Right. But it looked so good. Frostbite. And Amy... <laughs> Frostbite looks amazing. Amy Henning, who worked on the previous Uncharted games, she's doing the story for this. And Disney's actually very happy with her because she she sees things in a motion picture kind of way. And that will probably lend really well to transitioning from the movies to the games. Because everything now, I believe, is canon. So. Rogue One, all the games now, all that is canon, and it's brand new characters, brand new things that we haven't seen before, and it ends with, like, a guy drawing on his desk, and there's an R2 and BB-8, and I, I lost it. I was like, oh, I, First of all, I want to say this, which is, I feel like Disney has it in some sort of contract now that if you show R2 on screen... You also have to show BB-8. Well, they complete each other. Do they? <laughs> I don't like Star Wars is R two D two. Star Wars is not BB-8. This is crazy. Did, did you see the movie? <laughs> no, I don't. I like BB-8. Fine. It's just like ugh, they, complete it's, each they other. really hit you over the head with it, and uh, I just <laughs> yeah that that like. Outside of the gameplay, which it was nice to see a couple slices of, like, some game stuff, it was just a lot of people talking with, like, Stormtrooper helmets in the office. Like, what, they showed this this last year when they were talking about making Battlefront. Um, there was... The EA press conference weirdly had a lot of people talking about making games and not releasing any games. It's true, but at least with Star Wars... You've got some pretty big heavyweights. You have Visceral Games, who are responsible for Dead Space, which is a terrifying game, mm. but really great. Uh, you've got Respawn, who has uh, Stig, who is responsible for God of War. So hopefully big names, creative ideas, make really, really great games. Yeah. Well, we'll that will give us great games in how long? That's what I want to know. Right. Would be nice to hear anything about a release date. But some <laughs> of these things, I mean, especially that new Star Wars game, it seems like it's it might be years away. Maybe years, maybe holiday release. Who knows? <laughs> no, Disney knows. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think it's holiday. I'm not, not holiday this year, but anyway. Um, <laughs> gotta be a, got, it's gotta be a MMORPG. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Well, they already have the old Republic, so I don't think they're going to do another MMO. Okay. Um, be quickly before we move on from EA, I want to talk about my, my favorite thing from EA's press conference, which was fee. Um, uh-huh. EA original. Is it fee or fee? I think it's fee. EA. I think it's fee. EA original. Um, EA Originals, yes. So this is new <laughs> EA's new arm to bring security uh, and um, no doubt funding and no doubt get in on a slice of the profits of, um, of indie games. And so they've kind of made their own 
indie studio incubator called EA Originals, where they partner with indies that they think have great ideas and they're funding them. And those people can actually make a salary while they make their game as opposed to make it in secret. Um, and then hopefully it makes money. But Fie, uh, Fie, good, great, Fie. I'm going to have problems with this name, aren't I? It's just two gonna letters. You're going to have Fie in every indie game. Yeah, EA is making Fie. Um, yeah, the, the guy came out and kind of described it. Every, every living thing and animal and tree has a unique song. And it's this world of, like, polygonal hyper color with this sort of, like, pastelish palette and like very stark shadows and so what console was it shown on i have no idea it was just because it didn't look it didn't yeah because okay because it didn't look fit it didn't look like last they they showed us gameplay like a a little bit but it was mostly i I felt like it felt more like concept art i mean it's it's a cute game it looks cute looks because cute. you play a cub <laughs> yeah it's weird like they say it, it, they won't tell you where to go or what to think and it's your job to come to the understand the mystery of your people or something like that so i don't know it's just like to me games like this are always way out of a studio like ea like i'm happy about mass effect but it wasn't no release date announced doesn't seem like it's happening soon Titanfall 2 and Battlefield are October 28th for Titanfall 2, which is literally a week after Battlefield 1 comes out. I don't know what EA is doing, but, like, is there enough people for a 64-player online Battlefield and then whatever Titanfall gets, like, at the same time? I think they got... I think they got the same marketing people that say, well, I mean, you know, FIFA and Madden, they don't have the same audience. So Battlefield and Titanfall don't have the same audience. We can just do it at the same time. I guess so. But I mean, they are two multiplayer shooters. Um, (laughs) Whereas one is a soccer game and one is a football game. Or one's a football game and one is a football de Americana. Football game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Game. So I I don't know what the heck... what are our overall impressions of this FIFA thing? Knowing the full lineup, Yannick, how do you feel about it? You're talking about FIFA or EA in EA's general? EA's whole conference. Okay, you said FIFA, that's why I was like... <laughs> FIFA? Uh, FIFA? What? What do you think of Jose Marino? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, th- I just feel like also like maybe we may see a little bit more this week. I'm, I'm Hopefully. trying to... I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not... I'm not I'm not punting the ball and and you know outside the field here, but um, hopefully we get to see a little bit more, maybe some playable stuff out there. Um, Battlefield One is something that I'm the most excited about, honestly, just because mm. the the theme, the scenery, the the you know the art, the, um, yeah, they can make it a really you know they can keep on having this great franchise. Uh, uh, have a have a, a wealthy life, we could say. Um, definitely excited about the you know the sports game. They're you know there are those that don't disappoint, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So a lot a lot more to to look forward to compared to last year, where it was just like a almost looked like a reboot with updated teams. I'm talking about FIFA here. I haven't played Madden, but Madden and FIFA stuff uh, is so fascinating to me because I feel like. They could literally say nothing about it, and it would sell the exact same. And it would sell. It would sell pre-order and everything. My disappointment is you, you tell me that they do the weekly commentating on football. Why don't they do that on soccer? I guess it's because seasons are twice longer. But yeah. <laughs> So it would take twice more money to pay the commentators, and they also do that in different languages, I know, for uh, FIFA every true. year. Yeah, that's so. crazy. That's, that's a lot of work. So, you know, it's like a five or six languages. No, I mean overall, you know, um, I love the the initiative for indie games. Um, and like you said, it was a concept art, but we've had so many great indie games lately that one more in the box is never, you know, is never enough. It's never too much. You know, um, I like to see that initiative. Let's see what games come out of it. Frostbite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frostbite. Frostbite. That's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. My finger's falling off. <laughs> I know. Frost, <laughs> frostbite is like a horrible thing to have happened to you. Uh, Sandy, what, did, what were your overall takeaways from EA's conference? 
Her fingers fall yeah. off. Yeah, my fingers fall off. Ready to fall yeah. off from too many games. You got too frostbite. Many games. So, <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Star Wars and Mass Effect. Those are the two big ones that I really am looking forward to. With Fee, Fay, eh. I mean, it looks cute, but I'm kind of. I don't, I don't know who you are, guy. Fay. And it, it sounds like a, a weird. Pat upon Bastion bastard child thing. And I'm like, wow. eh. it does, doesn't it? Like, you learn music and songs because you got to keep music in nature. But then these people that are trying to silence, oh, and I was like, silence. Donald Trump. <laughs> no, I was thinking the, the Doctor Who bad guy, the silence. Oh, that's probably <laughs> more relevant. <laughs> uh, guys, market in the log. We're in. Uh, we're in June, and Sandy has already gotten Donald Trump onto the show. So, no. <laughs> uh, it just—it's not because like he wants to silence things. It's because I want him silenced. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so well, it's, now that it's I know. Uh, way po- political debate Sunday night. Sunday night political uh, debate. Welcome to Pixies welcome. Weekly. My brain welcome. works in weird ways, guys. It works weirdly. And um, for, yeah, I mean, so you were saying Faye, I, I, I want to add that Faye, if they go along the same way, then Unravel, that is, by the way, getting sequel, like we already mentioned in the yeah. show, could be hopeful. Could be hopeful. I, I I guess I just, I reacted to it because it was the only thing I saw from EA that wasn't this explosive, bombastic, crazy, franchise. F- yeah, another franchise, another sequel, or another... I mean, the Star Wars stuff isn't necessarily... it. I mean, it is franchise stuff. It's just franchise through a movie instead of franchise through a giant monolithic EA thing. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, overall, EA... It almost feels like EA doesn't need a conference on, Saturday, on Sunday yeah, night, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it almost feels like they don't. Um, but somebody who I think used their conference pretty well, Bethesda. Yes, I liked Bethesda's <laughs> conference. Let's talk about <laughs> Bethesda, you guys. Well, they started late, so that's also... EA, by the way, started late, so that was yeah. upsetting because we're recording right after no, no, it. we're tired. Those, ladies and gentlemen, f- like fresh memories of the of the conference. Um, they always start late. Do they? they do. That's not good. Yeah. I don't want to know yeah. that. They should not. not. Really I, I put that out of my mind, and now I know they're all starting late. That's why they have the the pre-show. At least Bethesda has the pre-show people. Oh, they keep you entertained. Well, that's good. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so Bethesda lights go down, and we basically they kick off their show right out the gate with Quake. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I was thinking we was gotta, like Ryan was right. Uh, <laughs> we got to we got to we got to This is one one prediction, right? That we have to pull Ryan. out the prediction that I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got it right? That's you, right? Yeah. You better believe it, homie. Yep. We got to debrief that cuz I already forgot my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back and listen to the show actually. Oh man, it, uh, <laughs> I I'm very excited about what I saw out of Quake, although Quake was a little bit confusing for me because it it looks like it's almost going to be a hero shooter. Is that like, is that what they're turning Quake into? It's a multiplayer online first person shooter. A multiplayer online. With heroes, he asks you. Is it with heroes? Otherwise, I'm not. Uh, (laughs) No, I think it's like champions where everyone has a different ability and different game style. But I, I, not like Overwatch. Okay, yeah, I I, I kind of are, uh, felt like so. I don't I don't know if I'm disappointed by this or just surprised <laughs> by it or something. But I'm like I was kind of weirded out by that. Like, is it Overwatch? Are they making Overwatch? You remember this? I remember, you remember it a year ago. Is it out already? Yeah, yeah it is. Um, they are. I mean, they're, so they're going to get their take on it, right? So, what engine is it on? What like are you know? Yeah, it's on Void, right? Is it on the Void engine? 
Yeah. The same one that uh, Dishonored Two. We're going to talk about Dishonored Two as well because. Yeah, I I I didn't get necessarily a clear indication as to like what it was all about. I mean, it, uh, it's Quake, and we're I'm excited about Quake, and Quake used to also I think have a single player as like all things did, but it it almost seems like they made the decision that Doom is their first person like single player really great single player experience and maybe they're doing that with quake um didn't you know what i mean yeah no it's definitely gonna be we'll see what mix it is but you know that's gonna be i felt like in a couple of years you'd be like no more hero shooters please yeah. can we get over and this i actually couldn't help but but realize that when i thought about it i don't know if you guys remember but um uh battle cry which was announced last year at E3, which was a hero shooter um, or a, a, a multiplayer online sort of fighting brawler game uh, is what Bethesda had announced. And they were, I don't know if they just took that team off of that because they went really quiet on that game. And I don't know if they took that team off of it and said, guess what? You're now the, you're the, the Quake guys instead. Did I just blow reboot. your minds? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's interesting. I, I forgot about Battle Cry, <laughs> but you might be right. And they said it was going to be 120 hertz unlocked frame rate, which is uh, quick and exciting. So they are trying to stay true to the old uh, frame rate heritage that Quake and will be hearing more. They didn't say 0MS, zero zero. though. They didn't say 0MS. <laughs> they didn't say 1080p. <laughs> they didn't say 4K. Yeah. Um, and then things... Let's see. No, no release date, right? No release date. No on this release one. date. Um, and but I feel like more. They might hold off that for QuakeCon. Yeah, a little bit more info at QuakeCon. That which they said at the end of that. So that makes sense, right? Quake at QuakeCon. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about Quake, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's enough. I really wish you would just stop. Um, <laughs> so that's it, that's what my yes meant. That's what my yes meant. All those words. Distinguish yes. Um, then after what about legends? What is what is legends here? Legends. legends. Uh, what is it? Elder Scroll Legends. Oh, is this is the card game? The strategy card game. Huh? Strategy. With a campaign and a story and a card game. That's going to be something yeah, to watch. Yeah. I was surprised at this. A campaign and a story. Beta signups right now. So the Check I, your so email. the idea is what? That we have... Yeah, they showed an opening cinematic. My, my feed dropped during the middle of it. I mean, I could be alone in this, but I was, I was bored to tears. <laughs> card games. I mean, if you're not into card games, you're not... Not only that, but like... And, Magic, The Gathering, and Hearthstone. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need anything yeah. else in my life. And then Gwent. And then Gwent. Yeah, Gwent. I'm actually pretty excited for Gwent because Gwent <laughs> feels like a different know, card game to me. It's not just yeah. like straight up one guy versus one guy. You know, like it, it has rows and 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 all sorts of um, what I think is is more interesting stuff. So moving on. <laughs> we're like we're done with this podcast all right um more stuff coming to fallout 4 actually a whole butt ton of stuff coming to fallout 4 more specifically uh contraptions drops next week which looks like you can make rube goldberg devices inside of fallout 4 which is pretty cool and um that comes uh, next week then we're doing nuke cola uh, world in August and and Vault Tech, which is essentially looks like Fallout 4 in-game Fallout Shelter, which is really yep. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes in July. So this is one of the games that if they keep on going like that, like three years three years in, you'd be like, pick up that game. It's thirty bucks, and there's so much to do. Right, I'm excited. 
Nuka Cola World looks like Disneyland. Oh, well, that means Sandy's going to buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sandy's going to get it. I was like, oh my God, it's Disneyland. Copy with sold. Nuka Cola. Copy sold. Well done. Welcome to the wasteland. <laughs> right. Um, and then after that, they were like, hey, we're working on something else. And it was, da da da, ya da da. We've listened to you. Some Skyrim remaster stuff. I wasn't shocked by the remastering. No, Maybe it's just me. It's not just you. But I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. Let's talk about this. <laughs> it was like PS3, okay. And then PS4 is like, all right. It just looks like it's it just looks like you took pictures of like sunrise or like cloudy stuff and then like suns like yeah they just a, made it like, like red sunset. and cloudy. lightning yeah like you know fall ish yeah. kind of look of a what forest. the heck was that I, I also it's here's the thing I think we need to start talking about this at this point it's stuff that people have mentioned it's something I felt when I played Fallout Four um, the two main marquee franchises of bethesda game studios which are the elder scrolls and fallout um looked really amazing last gen and it seems like that they haven't given that team any money or resources to build anything new in terms of engine because they're talking about all these new shaders and all this stuff that they've added and i'm like uh it still looks like just a super nice xbox 360 yeah if it's new, it has to be new, man. It has to be like beating Witcher. It has to be beating those right. kind of Right. When, when you just when, came when you out with forest, Fallout 4 you know? and before your game came out, The Witcher comes out and does all this stuff so well, so detailed, and in some ways more dynamic and more exciting than you guys do it. It's yeah, Maybe yeah. it's time to you know, take a year off. Go fix your stuff. Obviously, your studio releases. Go fix your no, stuff. seriously. I mean, I mean, I feel like their studio releases so much stuff now that it buys you time. You could go give me a Quake, a Doom, and a Wolfenstein, and a Dishonored every year, and I wouldn't even be worried about an Elder Scrolls until you know near the end of the console life cycle, which might never come, depending on uh, <laughs> how the rest of the C three goes. You know. But now you get Doom and Fallout. For the HTC Vive. The Vive. The Vivi. Whatever. Le Viva. The, the VR thing from HTC. The Viva. Le Montant. Le Je sais pas. What is that language? <laughs> I don't want it to be French, please. I don't want it to be French. <laughs> better, better not be French you're doing there, right? Um, okay, that's fair. You don't want it to be French, it won't be French. There's a lot of games in that conference. Now that we, now that we look at it, there, there's a lot of games for one from one studio. Yeah, you know? it That's was a lot of games from them, and it, and it, their conference I felt like made EAs look even worse. <laughs> it did just a little. <laughs> bit. I was like, they came out and talked about um, games, you know, and that and that's everything yeah. you could ask for. They they talked about games. Um, okay, so Doom. A bunch of new Snap Map. Snap Map seems like Doom Mario Maker at this point, which is really good news for everybody that loves Doom. New DLC. More modes. Yeah. And then you're going to get the, a free demo this week where like the first level is free for all platforms if you want to try cool. it. Pretty cool. Just pretty yeah, cool. Go out and you play know. this game because let me tell you something. Yeah. It, it's worth it. This game is absolutely I'm- worth it. Be out of the country. They haven't thought about people like me who go and enjoy soccer in the in the. Well, motherland. here's what I want you to do, Yannick. Tonight, go on to your go to, <laughs> tonight, go to store. Tonight, go to bed because I have to wake up super early. <laughs> Don't go to sleep. Don't go to just, sleep. Just or you can do it away. on your phone right while we record the end of this podcast. Go to store.playstation.com, yep. download the first uh, level, and give it a shot because I think you're gonna love it. Um. New multiplayer DLC, uh, yada, 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 and this was crazy. Oh, oh, to here, two things, right? Well, let's, let's end on these two things. Number one, Bethesda VR. Whoa. The Fallout one, really. Yeah. I think Fallout really would be good. cool. We are yeah. seeing a studio now make an investment to essentially bring AAA gaming to VR, and that's huge. 
to a very specific VR. Yes, yes, one very specific, very expensive VR. I was like, HTC, I'm going to go buy one oh, now. Oh, boy, don't do it. I mean, it's pretty much the only one that was going to become legit after after a while, right? I mean, yeah, I guess I guess It's so. the one that, I guess, offers the most possibilities for game designers, for the games that are thinking I about. Suppose. I suppose. I mean, just don't know like, if people are willing to dump all that money to just... You know, they haven't talked to us about how you even move around in these worlds on these these consoles. Yeah. 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 Not this year, but definitely next year. I think we'll see more people adopt VR. Yeah. Or it's just gonna die. Right. <laughs> people forget. Right. If if the VR PlayStation would. VR comes out uh, this October and it doesn't experience any type of mainstream success on the most popular home console where people are used to things just plugging in and working, then we might be looking... It, it might not be a totally failed, but it might be a... It's going to have to go underground and, and work out a couple kinks for a few years before we see it again. Indeed. And the last one, I guess you want to talk about that game that is made by French no oh no you mean Arcane Studio? Studio? Actually, we have two things to talk about oh wait, no, wait. No, no, we have like uh are you talking about Dishonored, Dishonored 2 and Prey and Prey and Prey indeed I forgot about this game <laughs> the not sequel <laughs> to games. the game that came out last gen it's not digestible Prey <laughs> oh my goodness what did we think of this trailer uh it melted my brain. I think it's spooky. It melted my brain. I think psychedelic. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of like Dead Space. Yeah, totally. And I, I really like Dead Space. I think that's a really good game. It could be really great. I think. I mean, the first game. Prey was really great. So to see where they could go with it or what they could do with it could be really cool. When was the last? When was the first Prey coming out? How long was it ago? Uh, I'm not sure. It was a long time ago, though. It was years. It had to be years ago. Yeah, I don't know. If this is following that same. I mean, it was in two thousand six, aliens in space and stuff. So you know, maybe. Yeah, I, I, it's not. It seems like a reboot or a remaster or just a re a new take on the series. But uh, what I shouldn't say series, new take on that game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it should be interesting. It seems like uh, they've got the right studio working on it and. Um, yeah, it, it could be good. Looks now, good. the biggest the biggest piece, right, that we've seen in this conference was probably Dishonored yes, 2. Yes, they showed us a real video game really being played. And in fact, my girlfriend was very bored by the Dishonored demo. <laughs> she went and watched she it watched with you? The, she was very patient today, making it through these E3. My part. girlfriend was stuck on the, on the Tonys. Oh, that's right. Broadway Tonys. Oh. All the nerds are like, oh I yeah, thought, there's other there's other things happening that's not easy. I pictured up. something totally else. I pictured her toes being stuck somewhere, and I'm like, oh my god, the poor yeah, woman. Her, to- her toes oh, are no, stuck. Tony's, but Tony's are probably the, is are probably stuck. the only Tony's. <laughs> Tony's are oh god, stuck. let's let's oh, end this god. podcast soon. <laughs> let's end it on that. But um, Dishonored Two looks amazing. Totally. Yeah, the, the 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 gameplay, and and if you pre-order it for a limited limited time, obviously you get the collector's edition. Oh my god, I've been looking it, for it and I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it's gonna it's gonna happen during E3 or something probably. Um, they gonna have a um, the uh, orig- I mean I, sh- I don't know if they call it the original edition, but pretty much gonna have the remastered uh, first sequel of Dishonored uh, for free given to you if you pre-order Dishonored two digitally. Wow. Um, so that's, that's you know, it's a pretty good that deal. Could be amazing. I know friends of mine that you know the only people that I know that played Dishonored, not a few of them, but all of them kind of like finished it five or six times because wow. there's so many ways to do it. You know, that's amazing. I mean, that, that, I've that, heard that's nothing great. but good things. They have um, yeah, they have the this this they, the domino effect looks really badass. Um, it's just gonna be a lot of like stealth and. A lot of like you know exploration. That reminds so. me, uh, the premium it, it, collector's edition is for pre-order on online. I'm gonna pre-order it right now, guys. One click, one click. You get the mask. You get one Corvo's mask. 
And Emily's ring. <laughs> and Emily's uh, ring. Not to be forgotten. Emily's ring. She's nope. super badass lady. You know what, guys? So overall, no, overall, no surprises from Bethesda, but only good stuff. Only promising stuff. One day. I pre-ordered it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> While we talk, she makes her online shopping. Go ahead. No, so mean. Impulsive <laughs> so, purchases. So wooed. How wooed. Um... We should have another series in the show where yeah. uh, this week, uh, Sandy bought. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sandy's gadget it's, corner. She's probably going to have a new bookshelf to, to purchase. But we, I don't know. We probably could because I do buy so much stuff. Uh, what did I buy this week? I bought a Reaper Pop from Overwatch. Right. And I sent you guys a text message and went, is this too much? For Warcraft hoodie. Nobody answered. No, I said yes. Uh, Ryan answered. I said yes, don't. Please don't. So I'm going to get a second opinion. (laughs) Of course you're going to get a second opinion. All right. Well, E3 is is very much underway. Um, I am still apparently fiddling with my microphone settings because I've been all over the map (laughs) with this new microphone. What a time for me to change some hardware on myself. Yeah. It looks good on camera. You think it's going to be bad on the No, I, I think, well, f- something is happening. I'm looking at my levels, and something's happening in the middle of this conversation. I don't know if it's every time I, like, touch the keyboard, the volume resets. So, like, it's jumping from too loud to too quiet. So, I'll hopefully clean that up in the show. Um, but that editing. That editing, though. <laughs> you gotta have fun. Um, yeah. Before we before we end the show, if you may, if I may, a few leaks today came out. So for everybody to be teased for oh, next wait, week. Don't don't give the um, exact info. Can you like tap dance around it? No. Let's, okay. I'll tap yeah. dance. I'll need to tap dance around <laughs> what I'm reading. It's gonna be hard for a Frenchman. I'm gonna have to translate what I'm thinking in <laughs> oh, French, God. and it's midnight I'm over just, here. Well, don't hold I on can, on the leaks. Let's not let's not share the leak because like look. Okay. We'll I'm get the real up, details tomorrow. Right. Xbox One Slim. <laughs> I'm gonna hold up on the Xbox yes. One Slim. He says. <laughs> oh my God! Slim. Why do we do this show? Why don't that 4K? Why did I have you on that, that 4K. <laughs> that, that 4K. 4K. <laughs> We're All right, I'm done. 1080p. No, actually, yep. let's keep the 1080p because it'll be more ridiculous every time we say 4K. And yeah, and if we keep it, and if the show goes on and on in 15 years, we'll be the the retro gaming <laughs> <Right>. guys because <laughs> I'm talking 1080, about 1080p, right? About 1080p, like my old computer, my computer We're doesn't all in even 15K by now. That's so funny. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh, we're all tired. We're all ready to go to bed. I'm not doing any editing. <laughs> There's plenty of reaction cast for you to listen to, and we're just among the noise this week. So um, have a good Monday morning. Get excited. Tomorrow's lineup. What do we have uh, for press conferences? Let me look at calendar. Um, hey, give us the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow we have at 9:30 a.m. Pacific time. That is what 12:30 p.m. Eastern. Microsoft's press conference is happening, and then at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Ubisoft, um, where Yannick's dad is going to tell us about all of his latest games. And <laughs> I mean, you might hear from my dad next weekend because I'm only gonna see him next weekend. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, too small, too small. Um, <laughs> it does it every time, every time. And at 6 p.m. Pacific, which is a late 9 p.m. Eastern, is a Sony conference, and we'll record. Uh, just Sandy and I, maybe I'll get a random guest to be on that uh, after that. And um, we'll react, and then Yannick will be back with us on Tuesday, where the last conference finishes up at uh, noon Pacific, 3 p.m. regular human time, where um, we can react that night, or we'll decide to put it off <laughs> um, until you're regular. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have fun tomorrow. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to be in a plane think like, probably sleeping but dreaming of you and dreaming <laughs> of all the good stuff us, man uh, hopefully next time you you hear me i'm not gonna have that disgusting 
like voice. You'll have plain voice. It'll be worse. It'll definitely be worse. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> have a safe trip, man. Well, no, seriously though, Thank enjoy you. the the football. Enjoy, enjoy the, the sport. Ride. The sports. The yeah. non esports. The meat sports. Is that what we're going to call them? The mm-hmm. real life meat sports, sports and eat sports. The real life. The man's the sport. sport. <laughs> no, girls play soccer too, or football, or whatever. It not is. true. Yeah, it's not true at all, actually. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we will be back again tomorrow, and until next time. Aloha. Au revoir. And we'll see you soon.